Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It is the time of the week where we do a bit of an update on something council related. Joining us this morning is Project Officer Jane O'Brien. She is responsible for the positive ageing strategy and council needs your input on this strategy right now. Good morning, Jane. Good morning, Terry and everybody. Thanks very much for your time, Jane. Now, I like the... I like the the name of it, positive ageing strategy, because... I don't know, we always hear, you know, um, 30 is the new 40, 40 is the new 50. I think, you know, we are getting younger for our age than we're used to, I reckon. I think you're right. Um, We've got so many opportunities to um, do so much in the community that, I think um, it's there for the taking if we want it. I mean, it used to it used to feel like when I was maybe it was just because I was young, but that sixty was old. Now it's more like well, ninety's old. <laughs> well, and as I'm I'm approaching it, I like to think it's just I'm nearly middle aged. <laughs> yeah, that sounds better. Sounds much better. Now the positive aging strategy there it doesn't actually exist at this stage. It it is something that's going to be put together from from the community input. Is that right? Well, Greater Shepparton has had positive ageing strategies uh, certainly over the years and have been active in this space over a long period of time. However, in recognition of a number of things, lots of things are changing in this sector, right through from federal government policy settings and funding streams through to how that impacts our local settings and then covid um, for the last few years has been a huge disruption into lots of things that used to happen in the way of activities and connectivity. And then even more recently, with the floods having a big impact in our area, Greater Shepparton City Council decided it was a really ideal time to hit refresh and um, develop a new strategy that reflects the current setting. And therefore, um, we're in doing some public consultation at the moment and we're proactively reaching out to community members of all ages. This strategy will primarily affect those that are 60 plus, which is more than a quarter of our population. So it's a very broad age range and a lot of people in our community. But we're really um, proactively reaching out to um, partners or people in the community, organisations that also play a role because supporting our seniors requires the efforts of so many organisations that play a key role in providing a wide range of support services. So we've been busy um, talking to different health providers, service providers, clubs, anyone that really would like to talk to us. And so, yes, we're talking to a lot of people to get input to really establish what are the priorities for the next four years that council should focus on? What do the community want to see? Just just give us a few examples of some of the sorts of things that this strategy might include. Well, it might include, and it will depend on the feedback, but some of the themes that are coming through quite loud and clear are people want more connectivity and opportunity to participate in activities. Um, There's definitely been a decline in that in recent years due to those factors that I've already mentioned. Um, 
And so, you know, it might be that council can facilitate and work with partners to help bring about more activities and more connectivity. And that might be information flow. I'm sometimes hearing from people that they just don't know where to go to get information about things. So, so, so when you say co- when you say connectivity, does it sound? I guess that could mean that people don't have the resources to get the equipment they need. But it could could it not also mean that they don't have the knowledge and the you know of how to sort of I guess navigate the online world. Could that be possibly an issue? That's definitely one of the things coming up. I think there's a tendency, particularly during COVID, things to have moved online, and it's. You know, there's lots of people that don't have computers or aren't um, interested in IT or have access to it. It's interesting. Sorry. Yeah, I was at a meeting the other day where, you know, all meetings, I guess, minutes and all sorts of things are are all online and, and, and somebody was saying, you know, I don't know how to do it. And there can be a real fear. It's fear of the unknown in a lot of cases, isn't it? Yeah, well, and some, for some people, I think for younger people who have been brought up with technology, it's a much more natural thing because um, they've always had access to it. But for older people, it's a new learned thing. And if you haven't had the opportunity or access, um, it's just something you haven't yet learned and it could be very daunting to learn. And I think as a community, you know, what other ways can we ensure we're including people in communication that might have limited or no access to a computer. So that's one of the things that we definitely need to be looking at as part of this strategy. Um, I'm not sure yet what the solutions are, might be, but you know, what can we do to improve that situation? Certainly what we'll be giving some serious thought to. Keep, keep printing things, I think. is. <laughs> I don't think print is dead yet. No, that's right. And I, I believe um, in years gone by there was a positive ageing newsletter, so maybe it's looking at reviving that or, or using the wonderful network of organisations around the district to um, put information out. Yeah, I think we need to put our heads together and come up with some great solutions. And I'm sure we'll be able to do that. This is the beginning of the process and um, it's fantastic hearing so many wonderful ideas coming in as part of this consultation that we're doing at the moment and I'm also getting a really strong sense of uh, when I'm talking to organisations whether it's men's sheds or gardening communities or community houses etc everyone wants to be involved there's this great sense of yes you know let's do more what can we do everyone's ready to start um shaping off the isolation of COVID that so many lockdowns have created and really starting to do things and inviting people into their clubs and centres. Excellent, excellent. Now, we are a very diverse community and the role of elders, if you like, or older people is different in the various communities. So that's a that's possibly a challenge that, uh, that you may face. Absolutely. And I'm really pleased... Um, I've had some wonderful conversations um, on this very topic and this morning I'm looking forward to going down to the Shepherd and English Language Centre and um, having a session with people from various communities again and it just does add another um, layer of um, opportunity to reach out and work with people from different cultures and yesterday I was at a workshop 
um, in relation to our very diverse, the many migrants that make up our fantastic community and how some, you know, language can add a further barrier if somebody's at home and feeling lonely or isolated. So that's another thing we need to be very mindful of. Have you got a boiling urn in the background there or something? <laughs> I think the morning air con has kicked on. Oh, maybe. fair enough. Fair enough. It's still quite, I, I suppose, it's cooler than mornings at the moment, but still relatively humid inside buildings. I've got the aircon here as well. <laughs> okay, so people can pop online and do a survey. That's one way they can get involved. How else? Well, we've been running a number of public sessions and um, we've had some people popping in to talk to me there, which has been fantastic. We, we've been running them um, at Meritna Education Activity Centre and the Shefton Senior Citizen Centre. We're having one at Tatura at the Senior Citizen Centre on Friday the 10th of March from 12 till 1. We also have an online drop-in session on the 3rd of March and the online survey. I also, um, we have drop boxes with postcards with some questions at various locations such as U3A, Greater Shepparton City Council reception. Um, oh, when you say Dropbox, do you actually mean a box, not Dropbox as in the online app? Oh, yeah, as in a physical box if people don't right. have a form. We've just been talking about the need to not have everything online, so it, it is good to hear that you, you've got you know physical information as well. And I think yeah, there was, the offer was there just to call council as well and have a conversation. Absolutely, and I have received some emails or phone calls from people and anyone that wants me to come out and talk to them or their group, I'm very happy to do that. Um, I'm really just interested in talking to people that would like to have input into, you know, if they've got an idea, some suggestions, I'm all ears. Um, now's the time to speak and my number, well, council's number is 58329700 and you can ask for Jane O'Brien. If I'm not in, it's because I'm out talking to someone else, but I'll ring you as soon as I'm free and I'll be happy to have a chat. Well, there you go, listeners. You're on notice. Contribute to the positive ageing strategy because it's going to guide policy from 2023 all the way through to 2027. Don't uh, sit around wondering or or don't complain if you don't have your, have your say. Let's all contribute and we can make a difference. So that is open until the 15th of March, I think. Yes, consultation will close on Thursday, the 15th of March at 5pm. So lots of different ways you can get in touch. And also for those who are online savvy, you can go to shep.city forward slash positive aging strategy, a few dashes between positive aging and strategy. And I think there's some more information there on the Shaping Greater Shep website, or as Jane said, give the council a call. Great to uh, to see council being so proactive about our older citizens who obviously have so much to offer and we certainly want to do everything we can to keep them involved in our community. Absolutely. And thanks so much for your time, Terry. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for your time. We've been speaking to Jane O'Brien. She's the project officer for that positive ageing strategy down at Council. Buying a bed can be overwhelming. 
With so much choice, how do you know if you've found the right one? Bedmatch at 40 Winks takes the confusion out of buying a bed. Our exclusive system calculates your support needs using leading edge technology. Our sleep specialists can then recommend the best sleep solution for you from our range of leading brand mattresses. Riverside Plaza, Shepparton. Station sponsor. Let Merit Funeral Services take the stress out of your funeral arrangements. Whether you're looking to prepay a funeral, arrange a bond or pre-arrange a complete funeral, Merit Funeral Services are just a phone call away. They can even come direct to you anywhere across the region to help walk you through the process each and every step of the way. With more than 40 years industry experience, expect nothing less than service and advice that exceeds your expectations. Let Merit Funeral Services take care of everything. Phone 58251651. 1FM sponsor. South Coast Lime supplies quality agricultural lime direct to the Goulburn Valley. South Coast Lime is highly reactive with a 92% neutralizing value, 35.5% calcium, plus high levels of trace elements. South Coast Lime will balance your soil's pH, improving the uptake of major plant nutrients, including nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. South Coast Lime offer bulk freight and delivery direct to your property anywhere in the Goulburn Murray region. For quality lime, call Pete and Paul at South Coast Lime on 0488 663 286. That's 0488 663 286 or find them on Facebook. One of them sponsor. Looking for a new career or know somebody locally who is? Flavorite is Australia's largest glasshouse grower of fresh fruit and vegetables that operates right here in the Goulburn Valley. Flavorite offers permanent, part-time and casual roles in various departments across the business, such as crop care, picking, packing and more. Hourly paid roles with attractive and achievable bonuses. No experience necessary with on-the-job training provided. Flavorite prides itself on providing a great team culture and supportive environment with unlimited opportunities to grow a career in agriculture. There are multiple positions available right now, so to find out more, visit flavorite.com.au or call us on 035623 1693. Station sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.